You're listening to the Tortoise and the Hare Experience. Exclusively on EnterTheShell.com and all across the Enter the Shell Podcast Network. Okay. Let's just stop. Come on, let it out. Go. Do you ever just get. I don't know what causes burns. No, but you can keep them to yourself. You don't have to, like, you know, open your thing. mouth and let them out. No, we don't like to start up a show Sharing with a burp. Burp. But no, don't start a show with a burp.
Okay, here's the thing, people. Um, this has been ongoing for a bit. Max keeps on buying pizzas, so she bought like a yeah. last time she bought like a top of the line gluten free. Which is actually, uh, then it's no longer top of the line. Because let's be honest, gluten is the stuff that makes food delicious. Well, I always ask for extra gluten. Yes. So Max, we got I've been snorting gluten for years. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, this time Max is like, okay, I'm going to buy pizza. I'm like, okay. Last time she spent $50 on like one pizza. I was like, okay, look, Max, don't don't go crazy. Just get a normal, regular pizza. So she, we get this pizza and it's it's charred like 100 yeah. percent like this is it's not even a pizza it, brian was like Did it's they take the a largest hockey puck ever created <laughs> yeah. yeah this this if paul bunyan played hockey this is the puck he would use right you know this stuff doesn't happen at domino's i'm going to start ordering from domino's because they just they're no, no, reliable no, no. It's just it's just need to help you find better pizza yeah well yeah. this is vitello's they're like you know, known for oh, pizza. so uh, so we got pizza from the place where um, Robert Blake mm. killed his wife. Well, <laughs> I, kn- I knew it tasted really salty. Now I understand it. Okay. That wasn't pepperoni. Right. Um. <coughs> oh, that was the bird. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> we have uh, with us Brian Crow, who. Uh, Morning, we- folks. <laughs> He's joining us. Uh, we're here listening to some of uh, his music from uh, some of his bands. Yep. Uh, we just heard the uninvited guest, which uh, you know I think sums up Brian pretty much uh, in every way. Oh, does it? No. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I, I certainly that's know that that's the way my parents feel. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents uh, love you and adore you. So in every, from afar. <laughs> <laughs> so in this show, the way we started off is with an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we, me and Max, will share an experience, and then afterwards, Brian, you could share the experience that you're having. Um, I shared the experience unbeknownst to myself of just wanting to burp because yeah. I mean, that, that's just a natural thing we, we all go through. And you know what? The more I burp willingly and freely, the more liberated I am from time to time. And I'm, I've been doing it a lot now um, just because I'm like, OK, I'm a guy. I'm going to burp, you know, just like when you fart, you know, it's like you got to You got to let one out. You got to let one out. Yeah. OK. Well, I mean, if that makes you happy. Yeah, why not? not? I'm like, why not? No, it's not nice. Body functions are meant to you know, no, be not. alone. Yes. Body functions were meant uh, to happen. Like, no, it's not no, your fault that there's like a soundtrack now to your body, you know? <laughs> That's why you're they have doctors. Odd. You're an odd person, Turtle. No, I, I'm just a normal human being, I think. Yeah. With, with normal everyday living out loud yeah, yeah. okay all right so that was uh, yeah, i guess my my uh, experience max your experience um i have an awesome experience on saturday i had a new patient who came in and for those of you who don't know um i am a holistic practitioner and uh work a lot with um you know people who are having some issues whether it be a a baby that they can't figure out what's wrong with them or a pregnant mom or, um, you know, somebody with cancer or or whatever. theirs. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, and this, this lovely woman who is pregnant and at full term came in on Saturday and just having terrible anxiety and all of that. And she left here and she was very, very happy. And the very next day she had her baby with no complications and, perfectly healthy baby girl. So um, 
I welcome Sloan to the world and uh, Sloan. Sloan, isn't that a great name? It's a good I name. Just it's very Ferris name. Bueller. Yeah. Isn't it? I you know, that's why I liked it. I love Ferris Bueller. So I'm, you know, I'm always excited when I have the experience of healing, you know, and um, can help somebody. So, uh, you know, for those listeners out there that want to make an appointment with me, contact Hurdle and you'll get a, you won't get any discount whatsoever. No, but you, <laughs> you totally <laughs> messed that up. You totally messed that up. Me and Matt charge you double because you came through the show. Yeah, That's right. what you get for listening. <laughs> No, it's actually remember it's like it's like because are you still doing it at the wellness center? No. Okay, cool. Um, how about this? Uh, you can contact us. Yes, people, we yeah. do have an email. We it, do. Yeah, it's uh, tortoise and hair experience at gmail dot com. Or if you log on to entertheshell.com, you'll see a uh, email uh, symbol thing or what is it, what is it called? JPEG or banner? <laughs> an email banner. You click on that, and then uh, from there you could send us uh, an email. So, yeah. um, but which, by the way, another real quick new experience is uh, if you log on to entertheshell.com, uh, it's you know completely revamped. So check that out. It's all over the place. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know what's going on. It's awesome. So check Some it out. Terrible pictures of me. Yeah. <laughs> I take this. I, you know, Max keeps on saying that I take terrible pictures of her. I don't. Yes, I, he does it on purpose. No, I don't. The yeah. the camera does not. Because you always look good. Well, it's because look at me. I always. I'm just a good looking person. I'm not saying you're not good looking, Max. I'm just saying I'm always going to. Yeah, take no, she's photo. hideous, <laughs> right? Really, I mean, you know, you know, Medusa looks at her and she turns into a pillar of salt. It's horrible. Exactly. Um, no, but every time that you take a picture, it's like my eyes are closed or you get a funny that, angle that. or, and, and you put it up and it's like, look at the picture before you put it up. <laughs> no, I'm like, it's a good photo. No, it's a good photo of you and not of me. So don't put but it here, up. But here's the thing. And this is what I hate about models is that they want first approval of any image, Absolutely. but like, because they're so hard on themselves that any image that you show, I them like is my not... eyes open. Oh my goodness. Well, then leave your eyes open, Max. It's that simple. But I mean, the one Said photo that no murderer ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the one photo that I think you're, you're talking about and I put it on the enter the shell Instagram, your eyes are closed, but you mm -hmm. look so at peace. You look so like, no, zen on I, that. you know, I, that's my, my eyes should only be closed when I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, but that, but that's my own interpretation, you know. When I when I looked at the photo, and the photo got tons of likes, it <laughs> got tons of that's likes because too. Because my boobs were showing. It was it no, which is why everybody else thought it was a great photo. I, oh, right. Thank so you, Brian. he didn't even see that my eyes were. Because nobody was nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody. I care. She's got I some care. really large eyes. I'm just saying. That's all I know. <laughs> I really <laughs> like oh, her those eyes. eyes. They're, they're just not. batting at me. So uh, that was Max's experience. Yeah. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you so much the for having me. The lovely and talented Brian Crow with us. Yes. Um, Brian, if uh, you can share an experience that you're uh, going through, whether currently or you've been through. I, 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 I put gas on my car. On Dude, oh. that is, an, yeah. is, a, is a crazy experience. <laughs> um, I went... Well, yeah, because I, like, I also had a blowtorch at the time, just like, go ahead, <laughs> test me. Test me! <laughs> Try it! <laughs> Motherfucker! Oh. Just to see what, what, no, okay, that yeah, didn't actually happen. that didn't happen. happen. No. Uh, I guess I, a less experience, all right, and, and, uh, to maybe tie into other things that we're going to talk about. Uh, in the last uh, several weeks, um, 
been doing a lot of uh, getting back into playing my guitar and plugging into my gear and rehearsing and stuff because I got a reunion gig coming up. And it's been a really fun experience to sort of tap back into um, that thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I used to do this a lot. Yeah. Like every day. Yeah. And so that's been really kind of a fun thing to kind of uh, reawaken um, that, that sleeping giant. So that is Re- what's going on. Real quick, uh, to talk about getting gas. It, it's truly We're a... Back uh, to burping? Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> oh. It's, oh. Truly an ex- it's truly an Different experience. Kind of gas. I was <laughs> I was driving I was driving from a, a party in, in HB. I was in a, at a birthday party in HB. And Nobody I, knows what that is. It's Huntington Beach. I'm trying to like create like cool stuff. Anyway, uh, I'm driving back and I need to get gas. I'm I'm and so this pulls is, into a Taco Bell. No, oh, I'm, 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 I'm driving and I, I know the closest gas station. Literally, I'm running on love because you've been through this where it's like the, the, the thing's already on empty. The vapes. And what I hate about my car particularly is that it just says low fuel. It doesn't tell you how much, how many miles you have or anything. It just says low fuel. And I'm like, dude, I need to know how much fuel I'm having at this you know, no, my my screen says, "Are you an idiot?" <laughs> it should. It should. How dare it should say, "How dare you?" Yeah. Not fill me up. So I finally know. And how do you feel about walking, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag walk much. Right. Um, so I, my I, car has its own Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm going, I, I know a, a particular Chevron station uh, that I that I used to go to, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to go there. If I make it there, perfect." And this is like at maybe two, three in the morning. So I uh, I park and, and I go there. There's no attendant, but it's all just machines. But all these machines are completely taped, like with um, plastic over them. Oh yeah, you've done. I, I've had that happen where you're like, I totally need gas, and they're like, Oh my god, gas station! You're pulling in like all out of order, and like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Well, no, no. Yeah, that the, sucks. The, the the new thing now is people uh, open up the the gas um, machine, and then they um, they hack it, for lack of a better term. And then when you put in your card, it it takes um, all your info, and then they get into your bank account. Right. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, and this place was just like one hundred percent. Like the, everything was just like trying to make sure that it's safe. Well, let's see. This is actually this is one of the ways where in my life I actually sort of count my blessings. Oftentimes things are bad, but I was recently uh, the victim of uh, of identity theft, and uh, someone really wanted to be Brian. Crow. Somebody, You're like, holy shit! Somebody <laughs> stole my identity, and 48 hours later, they gave it back <laughs> with a note saying, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> we had we no idea. We, we apologize. Sad Dude, sad. can we send you something like a box of Girl Scout cookies? Is there anything we can give you? Because yeah, we're oh. The, yeah. yeah, they're like if any, they're <laughs> love like, ISIS. Anyway, um, they're like if anything, here's our identity. <laughs> take yes, ours. Here, take ours. <laughs> you you need it more than we do. Right. <laughs> Aww, it's not, true. it's not true. Danny and I were driving um, a few years ago. We were going up to, uh, it's like up by where your mom is. Not quite San San Francisco, but in that yeah, you know San Jose. Yeah, in San Jose. That's where we were. Doing, I was doing an autograph show, and um, we had borrowed my friend uh, Eric Valentine, who's been on the show, the great drummer Eric Valentine from Toto, 
And um, has he been on the show? Yes, he was our one of our first guests. Was he in another Kitten, band with Kitten Caroy? Oh wow, dude! Yeah, it's been he was yeah. he was in the Orangin show. Yeah, he's I haven't dude. I, that's been like, like ten years. I'm like, that's like, like, been like ten years. Since I, I've seen I that know. Guy. So anyway, so we, um. Eric had said, you know, take my car up there. Don't put the mileage on yours. You know, take mine. I'm like, okay. And we're driving along and, you know, it's a, it's a rough, uh, long drive. And uh, we started to run out of gas and I pull into a station and I go to put my credit card, except for they don't take credit card. And I had no cash on me, zero cash. So... Luckily, this um, this person just you know saw me like frantically looking around for you know a place to put my credit card, and um, said, "Hey, you know, let me pay for your gas." And I was just you know blown away by that. You know, the kind every once in a while, the, uh, the 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 saint shows up. Yeah, it was awesome. You know what's crazy is when people are like hitting you up at the gas station for money. Mm-hmm. I, I find that so like I'm like, why would you do that? Why why would you go to a gas station and hit people up? People hate paying for gas. They have to pay for it. Right. And, and it's like the, la- it. the last thing I want to do is give somebody else even more money when I'm already getting screwed right here at the pump. Well, see, my whole thing is that when when somebody if I'm at the gas station and they're asking me for money for to get gas for their car. Um, I charge them the additional thirty-five cents for the ATM <laughs> charge because you know I got right. hit by that by uh, by AMPM, so why not them too? Right. You know, uh, fair is fair. <laughs> no, but the other actually, the one of the I was finding it was like, can you give me some money for you know I need to put gas in my car, and it's like. Yeah, where's the car? I'm looking at a shopping cart. Right? I don't think I've never seen anybody put a yeah. pump into the Ralph's cart. I haven't seen that happen yet. There's time, but like, I mean, look, if you're gonna feed me a line, make it realistic, make yeah. it relatable. Don't just like, don't make it so easy for me to call bullshit on you. I like the ones that come up and they say, "I need fourteen dollars and twenty-five cents. That's all I need to get on this bus. Fourteen dollars and twenty-five cents and I'm like, that's the number. That's that's the number you and see. Once I guess again, people that are totally under underselling the whole thing. You don't need fourteen dollars and twenty five cents to get on the gun. You get on the bus. You need a gun. <laughs> you know what? At that point, you don't need any money at all. Just yeah. like excuse let's me, I like to get on now. Let's not promote the violence. <laughs> Come on. I'm not promoting the violence. I'm merely saying it's an option. Well, <laughs> he's a card carrying member of the NRA. <laughs> Yes, the National Restaurant Association. Because <laughs> I eat there. <laughs> do you accept Diners Club? <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. we do, because it chops up the line so much better than American Express does. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, Brian, you're a, a Your comedian. So no, not at all. No, no, not at all. A touring <laughs> comedian? Uh, yeah, I, I tour around. I go between uh, um, uh, my house and the gym. There's a tour between. Sure. Yeah, no, actually, uh, around California. I, I've been uh, throughout the country. And uh, so, yes, I, I do that. Now, here, here's the thing. Um, and I've talked about this. Uh, I started doing stand up um, and I've been watching. I, you know what? I don't watch stand up. And, and people, really? people tell me you should. You should but I, I, I do uh, what I like to call the Vince Scully approach because I really enjoy Vince Scully. I really yeah. enjoy the guy. Um, and was that a genius. Are you yeah. kidding me? And what Vince Scully says is that like. 
uh, when the Dodgers go out, you know, and he doesn't go on the road with them, he's like, I, I don't watch anything. He's like, I just, he's like, I don't want to be influenced by any other, you know, broadcaster. He's like, I just want to just live my life or whatever. And and I kind of like that idea of like, well, I don't want to be influenced by anybody else or like have like a joke that I thought was mine and, and then just be like, oh, you know, I think I might have lifted it off of this person, you know? I, I totally get that. And in fact, I mean, for me, as also as a musician, um, lots of people like invite me out to like jam nights or things like that. And I don't go because the truth is, I don't know. I, I don't have a, a catalog of covers that I know because I never spent the time learning them because I really wanted to not write or think musically like somebody else. The main one of the main reasons that I listen to a lot of stand up and watch a lot of specials is that at least in terms of my own writing and my own experience is that by just sort of immersing yourself in let's face it if you're doing stand up there's a frame of mind that you kind of have to be in and by kind of immersing yourself in in that sort of environment for me personally it promotes that and i find that when i listen to if i'm listening to more stand up i write more um Certainly every once in a while I have, to, I have to do a gut check and go, oh, wait a minute, did I just write a joke that I just heard? Right. But generally speaking, I don't find that happens that often. Mm -hmm. But I do find that by listening to a lot of it, it keeps me in that frame of mind. And I'm more likely to um, sort of have those uh, neural floodgates open. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love watching stand-up. I watch it all the time. My favorite new guy, I guess he's not even new. Um, uh, he's from New York. What a surprise. Because they all seem to be from New York. No. Right? I, there's like a big trend in New York comics. Um, but he's uh, he does this crazy physical comedy. And um, he does this thing where he's like, Sebastian um, Marconi, okay. I believe his name is. He's like, this thing, it's so yeah. funny. He's really funny. He's very animated. Very animated. I like that. I like animation. I'm a huge fan of uh, uh, of Anthony Jeselnik. I think the guy is j just, I mean, just a little dark. Yeah. Sort yeah. of like nighttime <laughs> if you took away the stars and the moon. Um, but really, really smart at the same time. And then also uh, Dimitri Marti uh, Martin is another guy yeah. that mm. just floors me. I like the little guy, too. Um, the little oh. pint-sized comic. Pint <laughs> the little person, yeah. Um, I know who you mean. and It's not his, Turtle, it's the it's, other one. Yeah, no, and his name escapes me, but I know who you mean, and yeah, he's hysterical. Yeah, huh? he's really I funny. I have no idea who you guys are talking about. Well, but see, <laughs> you Netflix, they're all on Netflix. I, I was like, Patton Oswalt. I'm like, he's short, right? No, that's not him. Patton Oswalt is another one. He's a... Uh, yeah, look him up so so you can because then people are gonna be like, who is that who, comic? Who's that comic? Or people probably are just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, you want to you want to spend a, a really great solid hour? Go watch An Anthony Jeselnik. Um, his last special on Netflix, uh, Thoughts and Prayers, is just rock solid, top to back. It's just, it's you're like, okay, yeah. Brad Williams. There Brad you go. Williams. Brad the Williams. And yeah. uh, his his show, Daddy Issues, really funny. The, the weird thing, though, is that his special, it's only 15 minutes. Yeah, right? 
Well, short, just like him. Perfect. No, that's not even true. Thank you no, for explaining <laughs> the joke. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, I didn't yeah. see it, so I'm like, oh, well, this must be why. <laughs> Sebastian Maniscolo, that's the guy's name. Okay. And the show is called, Why Would You Do That? Okay. I like it. Oh. It's really good. Yeah, really no, in fact, funny. I mean, uh, um, I recently resubscribed to uh, um, you know, uh, Sirius XM Radio, oh, yeah. and, and I've got you know all the comedy channels, and I spend more time listening to that stuff than anything. Yeah. That's like, I just, I'm in the car, just constant. And, and the worst thing about it, though, is that I'll get to some place that I'm going, but there's something on it's like, and it's the in the middle of the bit, and I end up running late because I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving the car yet. I'm just gonna no, the bit's not over yet because I need to hear where this is going. Yeah. And then of course, right after that, they'll run like a Dave Chappelle, a George Carlin thing. I'm like, oh, I can't leave the car yet. <laughs> so yeah. I have to like yeah. wait for something to come on that I don't want to hear, and then suddenly it's the next day. My favorite thing about those channels is when um, you're list like I'll, I'll I'll listen to Raw Dog. I, I usually listen to Howard Stern. Yeah, or like, Raw Dog. But Raw Dog um, is I love hearing, and maybe just because I'm an audio person, I really enjoy hearing like them being at a club, but like hearing the ambiance of the club, like uh -huh. listening mm -hmm. to like I don't know, even like a fork hitting a, a thing or so. Because it's like wow, it's. Very transportational takes me. Yeah, down. no, you can totally tell. There's a difference between hearing somebody that is doing their theater set as compared to when they're in the small club. Um, the the right. ambient sound is completely different, and yeah. so yeah, and it's like, oh, okay. So why is it so expensive to go to a comedy show? Uh, like, I don't understand don't. that. Like you there's know, a lot the, of there's overhead. like a two yeah. two drink. Well, but you know, we're all musicians and we don't get paid like that. Why do they charge a the ticket price and a two drink minimum at every single comedy show? I don't know. You know what? You crazy. could have. Uh, you know what? Uh, you should get uh, uh, Barbara Holiday and Dave Reinitz, the uh, owners and runners of, of Flappers Comedy mm -hmm. Club in Burbank, my personal favorite comedy. Yeah, club, Yeah, I was uh, just there to see how Spark. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? You went to that? I did. I really? Did. God, yeah. it's nice to see you, you live through it. I'm sorry, I didn't actually say something. <laughs> we'll leave that alone for the time being. Um, but uh, no, they'd be. Um, there's a lot of overhead, but uh, but there's a lot of overhead in a rock club too. Yeah, so and, and the funny thing is, none of the talent really gets paid. What is? How does that happen? Really? Yeah, that's not fair. Actually, oh, right. you know, listen to me, flappers, <laughs> and all you comedy clubs out wait, there. Wait, wait. I do my comedy at comedian. flappers. No, no, no. I no, comedy. I mean it's my favorite place, and I thought for sure that you guys are, you know, making a mint over there, but <laughs> that's not fair. That's Dude, not let's fair. Like, I mean, like, uh, like. Like when Hal plays, I'm sure he's got uh, a door deal. So yeah. um, uh, the club keeps uh, all of the uh, uh, the food and the, and the bar tab and all that stuff. And by the way, Flappers also has a great kitchen and a great. Yeah. They do. Yeah, they the, serve great it, food. That but $5 it's expensive. pizza is good. Yeah. It's expensive. But uh, and then uh, but so with headliners, they get that. But, you know, like if you perform in the YooHoo room yeah. or like mm -hmm. um, pretty much everybody else, we get paid. I don't like that. That makes me very funny. upset. I, I, don't, I don't like it either. I always go and support, you know, my uh, friends that are in in all genres, you know, in comedy, in music, you know. I don't 
always asked to be on a list or anything like that because I want you know want to make sure that I'm supporting them, and that makes me mad that none of the money is going to them. No, so so in fact, and happy. oftentimes it's sort of like, well, if you bring out enough people, it helps to move you to right. getting booked again, but you're still going. You know, I'm still not, for what? still not getting, well, stage time, exposure. Yeah, well, you know what? Too I, bad. I, no, believe me. <laughs> I, if if like I was really that worried about exposure, club. I'd go down to a, like uh, a public park in an overcoat and I could get yeah. a lot of exposure right. and probably more Don't press do that. time. I mean, you already on had that one thing. Yes. And that's what do you good. mean the one thing? Don't well, underestimate me. Okay, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear some more of your music. <laughs> some more music. <laughs> okay. Um, but what do we got? We have, um, can we do Tremor? Well, so, so, uh, well, first of all, um, we can certainly do, tr Tremor is actually, um, so Tremor, um, is again from the band Red Saturn that was, uh, uh, part of where Uninvited Guests came from. And that's actually, it's simply an intro. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we can certainly play it and I, and I love it. And it's simply something that I came up with, um, spur of the moment, uh, dealing with effects and it's it's just all me and guitars and it took me about 10 minutes to put together and it's all about Shh, creating a vibe uh, actually and we uh, actually i wanted to i, I forget 30 the, years to put that together don't tell anybody no it took about 10 minutes because i remember i was there stop it wasa <laughs> no and, and actually i wanted to name it i wanted to name it after the northridge earthquake and when you hear it you might understand it and I'm I'm fiercely, but it's an intro. It's this, the world. I'm setting the table on this one. Okay, here it is. Intro. Maybe we play a song right after that. Tremor, um, yeah, sounded like it took ten minutes. Um. <laughs> um, I, I thank you. I, I guess. <laughs> Let's hear another song. Um, Max, you say you wanted to hear another song. Sleep with the Angels. All right. So, so Sleep with the Angels, a completely different band. This is uh, from the band uh, Castle Black, um, and uh, I'll just say that this is our pro suicide song. Okay.
tortoise and hare experience. All right. That was great. It's, it's funny. Um, in the green room. Yes, we do have a green room. Um, Max got these like lime chips. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, man, these are super limey. So I was like, let me taste those. And I'm like, oh, man. They are limey. They are. But like, it's weird because I was just like, man, these are super limey. And then, so um, wait a minute, are they limey because they have a lot of lime? Or are they limey because they're like some part of Britain? They're limey because they're they're lime lime chips, limed. And I was they're like, great with, with guacamole though. They really are. Yeah. And I, I tasted it. I was like, dude, these are way limey. And then I'm like, but I can't get enough of them. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they grow on you. Yeah. It's weird. Um, sleep with the angels. I want to talk about about that um pro-suicide yeah it's pro-suicide but you know what like every... you mean that in like a hilarious like well and first of all uh number one uh i'll be honest uh it was written by uh our singer primary songwriter regent st Clair, and he always described it as a pro-suicide song mm-hmm. um and that's actually in a lot of his writing both musically um he also uh, has a, a phenomenal screenplay and comic book series that he put out called candy apple black that is actually is suicide related so there's a running theme there so um yeah not that you should go out and commit suicide but that's just you know it's just a song so you know um but every night when my kids and even to this day when they're going to sleep i say to them sleep with the angels so now i have a very disturbed (laughs) uh you know mutation of those of that term so well you know that's the great thing about art it's it's open to interpretation yeah it's true it's true uh, it's not uh, i mean i would say this it's not over it's not like this i mean obviously you heard the song there's no Mm -hmm. place where it's going kill yourself you know there's nothing like that but it there it's just it's a story about somebody who's lost somebody and wants to go be with them and so that's the way to do it is Castle That's Black the band with Al Teeman in it, or is... Uh, no, no. no. <laughs> what was that band called? Pork. Pork. Which that sounds a lot like Castle Black. Which <laughs> sounds nothing like Castle yeah. Black. But, you know, um, you know, it's, it's Porky. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's yeah, so Pork, weird. which, uh, I mean, uh, was... Uh, it stood for Perverts on Rhythm Kicks. Uh, among We actually had a, an entire list of... Uh, of Things that pork meant, but uh, and, there were some and that's, crazy videos that went with that. Yeah, band. There, was, there was a couple of great ones. In fact, one of them uh, was actually uh, was used as a reason for my first divorce. Because uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, the the second video for uh, yeah, um, uh, my my first ex actually claimed that I cheated on her by shooting that video, and I'm like, you know, I don't think. That you can really claim having an affair in a rock video that you publish. I don't want to get too technical. (laughs) (laughs) It's called acting. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and also, even the time was like, I was like, we're gonna shoot this video, and and, um, the 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 song, uh, um, I like it like that, is is what the song, and it's all about just uh, the video is all about people just like throwing down in public, basically. Yeah, and so I've been like, you know, everybody in the band was gonna uh, do something in public, nothing too scatological, other than wearing the inflatable pig sex dolls. Aside from that, yeah, yeah let's talk about. Um, the by the by the by the way, <laughs> it's meant to be funny. 
the whole thing, the big thing. Every, this was like back in the early 90s when like grunge was coming in and everybody was, ooh, so serious. And part of what me and, me and Al came, or actually it was really Al's idea, and I sort of helped him uh, take, uh, take the ball and run with it. It was like, well, let's just do, do something really stupid and silly. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why everybody's so, it's all so serious right now. We were like, no, we'd like to laugh See? a little bit. It all so, comes back, you yeah. know, the dog with the bone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, we did that, and, and, and uh, yeah, my then ex was like, you cheated on me. I'm like, it could have been you in the video, and you said no. So we had to get somebody else. And um, nothing happened in the Kentucky Fried Chicken on La Brea in front of people with cameras. Well, I mean, so, it, yeah. it could happen, but it didn't. Not in a Kentucky Fried Chicken with cameras, at well, least not the one on La Brea. <laughs> you know, there was this thing about... Uh, Wendy's had done a porn video or rented out the place to do a porn video. No way. Yes, I swear. This actually this, happened. This probably happened in the 80s or something like that. Well, Didn't this, everything happen in the 80s? This <laughs> friend of mine, Karen Avedon, got a hold of the footage of that and was like, I'm going to sue you, Wendy's, if, you know, because this happened and, and I think they paid her off. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think they meant for it to happen, but it happened, and they just tried to cover it up. Who would shoot? So who, would gross. Sh- who would shoot? A, I mean, the only reason you would shoot a porn film in a Wendy's would have to be based around guys with small dicks, and then call it "Where's the Beef." <laughs> oh, do you remember those commercials? I, I do. <laughs> you look stunned. You look stunned. <laughs> I was thinking more along the line of like the double stack series or something like that. You right. Know? Well, that, that gets into boobs and everything. <laughs> the, so, you know, <laughs> this Frosty's really thick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like things like that. That okay. could cause a divorce. <laughs> God knows what's in that Frosty. What did you do? <laughs> this seems more salty than usual. <laughs> There's no salt in these uh, Frosties? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they took the baked potato off the menu. No way. Yeah, no, no. What's I, with that? I love the baked potato. That's the only reason That's I went to me Wendy's. Me too. No, I'm going to go to the Wendy's to probably tomorrow, pro, uh, yeah. probably every day. I and grew up I grew up gonna, with uh, you know, the founder cuz he lived down the street from me Mr. in Wendy? Florida. Um Dave. Dave, that's right. And <laughs> yeah. And he Dave's not the, here, man. The night he yeah, he has since passed, but he was the nicest man. Um, you know, very philanthropical. And the Tropical, funny thing, he would I have barbecues and only uh, only serve chicken. So yeah. weird. Yeah. No potatoes. <laughs> At all. No. But uh, back to the whole count. Now, now that we've completely pivoted off into God knows what. Uh, <laughs> but in <laughs> terms of the Castle Black stuff, um, yeah, so the, the uh, Sleep with the Angels is sort of pro-suicide, but also um, really a very sweet, uh, heartfelt song um, about uh, love and loss. Yeah. Uh, I think is really... I think is really where the heart of that is. That's where the heart of that lies. Yeah, well, it kind of sounded like, why don't you go and off yourself? Because you know we're not together. Well, no, again, it wasn't about like some, like a couple that had broken up. One of them was dead. The other was like, well, I think maybe I want to go there. Yeah, yeah. Want to talk to you real quick, Brian? No. Um, about There's no talking on you the have no show. Choice. I'm like, you have no choice. All right. Um. Do you comb your hair, or do you just like wake up and then just let it <laughs> let it just be? Well, what I typically do actually is uh, I sort of I, I do the shower thing and I do whatever, 
But wherever I'm going, I just drive there and I roll down the window and just stick my head out while it I'm driving. It looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a style. You guys all use a blow dryer. I use nature. <laughs> Fuck you, vegans. I'm doing it for real. I don't even need to go to Whole Foods. Look at me. You should have seen Brian's hair when back when Castle Black started. He was a, a bit of a mop top. <laughs> you could say that. No, in fact, uh, I used to say that, um, uh, like back in those days, um, I look like a mop, um, and today I look like a, a Q-tip for an elephant. <laughs> okay. Very nice. <laughs> so well, yeah, you know, you know, I I um, I've been growing my hair out a little bit, you know, uh, as you get on your face, on you my have. face and on my head. Just trying to grow it out like a lot more now. Yeah, and and my hair is kind of getting like that because it's very untamed because i would keep it so short you know it was kind of buzz cutty but uh, i only did that just because i was cutting my own hair and i that's the only thing i could figure out figure out how to do but as it grows like the more i'm trying to like comb it but it just wants to do whatever it wants to do i'm letting it sometimes but sometimes but when i get out of the shower my hair is wet and i comb my hair it looks great (laughs) (laughs) just great it looks great then then I leave, and then it dries, and then it just gets a little wild. Mine, this is two hours of straightening. That's ridiculous, Thank Max. God, I have a hairdresser. Well, see, that's the other thing. I mean, I didn't do it today, but oftentimes um, I will actually uh, uh, use a flat iron and just to sort of like totally, because I like the kind of, you know, spiky, kind of rock and rolly kind of thing. You know, yeah. trying, to, trying to find a, a graceful way, um, you know, as, as age happens, because the clock keeps on ticking. Uh, mm. To find a way that, uh, um, yeah, 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 you can you can tell it to shush all you want. You know what? The world is going to keep on spinning. The clock is going to keep on ticking, and there's no way to escape it. The only thing to do is to go fuck you. I don't care. And so um, find a way that uh, what does it feel? What feels right to you? And what do you want to represent yourself? Getting as, my ears. You know? behind my head in like a top knot. It's funny. Most people say they want to get your legs behind your head. You waited your whole life to say that. No, I waited about uh, a point of a second when you you lobbed that ball over the home plate (laughs) and I had to knock it out of the park. But thank you for that. Thank you for uh, throwing me the fastball. I'm glad I provide a service for you, Brian Crow. Where, where can people see your band? Is there any info on it? Is like a website or anything? Well, like I mean, that? Uh, I mean, first of all, the, um, the band Castle Black. I mean, we were um, we're just doing a, a reunion gig. Um, maybe it'll grow into something else. That'd be nice if it did. And where did. can they see that? Um, the the show is going to be uh, this upcoming sad Saturday, February eighteenth, at a uh, small uh, bar up in uh, Walnut Creek, California, called Dan's. I think I know the name of the owner. Um, and uh, we're going on from eight to nine, and we're going to play a good, a good sixty minutes. Uh, we might even run over. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, all the hits all the time, and um, you know, if something grows out of that. That'd be great. But you know, we we all and, and and it's the original lineup. That's the nice thing is that the 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 lineup has changed over the course of time, uh, but uh, we've all really stayed. Uh, we're family. We're not just. We're not just a band. Actually, these guys, um, I can. I consider them part of my family. Uh, forget the genetics and all that kind of crap. Uh, these are people that uh, I would throw down uh, my life for in a heartbeat. Um, and so uh, that's we're nice doing to hear. that. Yeah. No. And so and that's that's part of the fun is that we're going. You know what? We like playing together. Mm-hmm. We like doing that. And so that's why we're doing it. 
Um, And then uh, other than that, uh, I also uh, uh, host a uh, stand-up show monthly at a small place in in Canoga Park called The Rabbit Hole, which is a a very interesting... I'm very fond of The Rabbit Hole. uh, Have you been to The... You haven't been to The Rabbit Hole. I haven't been to The Rabbit Hole, but I'm... You know, I'm it's the a, hair. It's a it's a, it's a dive bar um, with an Alice in Wonderland theme. Really, really, really cool place. Yeah, so I do that once a month, and then uh, uh, I'm actually doing a show. I forget the name of the place, but uh, on the 27th, I will be at uh, some place in downtown LA, um, telling jokes and being silly. And uh, doing social commentary, and of course, when you do that out loud in, in Los Angeles, means that you have to run to your car because somebody's going to get offended because yeah. you used a vowel they didn't like. Uh oh. Well, maybe Turtle can open for you sometime. That'd be great. That'd be cool. <laughs> Thank well, you. Uh, no, in fact, um, uh, l- let's talk. You want? I mean, you want to come out and do a do a set at the Rabbit Hole? Let's that. Yeah, that'd be great. I would love to. Well, there you go. We Keep- can film it. Uh, no, oh, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm saying no only because, um, I've only done stand up twice. Like that's it, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I, and, and, um, this is what I want to talk. Thank you, Max. You just reminded me of something. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, yeah, fire away. What, what, when you do like for me, stand up, um, it, 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 it just has to, the, the timing has to be right. Uh, just because the the life I lead, uh, you know, I, I I was talking to you about earlier, uh, not in this show, but uh, the other one, um, about uh, my schedule and how I don't get off till like ten ten thirty at night. Sounds mm-hmm. like a personal problem, you know. And as you know, different kind of getting off back, right? <gasps> and, and as you know, like there there are no like open mics like open yeah. that late. Like by by that time, it's like. They they already want the headliners. That's a closed mic. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly so. That's the mic's been turned off. Yeah, or so. it's been dropped because <laughs> that's what we do today. <laughs> so for me to to it go out and uh, get practice in or or anything, it's it's very um, it's been very challenging. Sure. Uh, to go find a place that that at night that'll let some unknown guy just go up there and I'm like, just give me five minutes or or whatever, you know. Um, was it like that for you or, or did, was your schedule pretty much open when you started doing comedy that it was uh, fairly easy for you to start doing all that? I mean, it was fairly, I mean, yeah, I, I had uh, something of a, of a standard, you know, 40 hour work week. Um, like a nine to five. Yeah. Okay. You know, and um, I, I just, I looked for, in fact, this was the whole thing. So with the, the band red Saturn that we played a couple of tracks from, so that was a band had a lot of hope in had really had really been focusing on music um, while stand-up was always this thing that had been lurking in the back of my head and it's an even longer story but we had actually had uh, the band meeting about doing the next record and it was all based around we need to write these kinds of songs for this kind of demographic and it was like this is not what I want to do this is not what I'm about so I quit and a week later, I signed up for doing stand-up classes that were being taught out of the improv by John Biner Jr. Um, and that was, uh, and immediately looked into open mics and just finding places to go. And one of the places where I met Hal Sparks and Chris Bono was um, a place that was uh, in North Hollywood called The Kindness of Strangers, which is a small coffee place. And uh, Maria Bamford 
came out of I there. I love her. Oh my god, she was she so was, much fun. Oh my god, she's she was incredible. She then. actually opened for Hal uh, a couple of weeks ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, seems the wrong order. Um, but anyway, um, well, that's the comedy. <laughs> that actually does make it uh, funny and ironic. Um, but uh, that was sort of where. Um, yeah, it was just a matter of starting to look around, and, and I, I had made it, I, I just started making it a point of, here's when I knew I had my daughter, here's when I knew I needed to go to the gym, here's when I knew I could go to hit open mics, and here's where I knew I could uh, do hookers and blow. So right. it was, you know, really round prioritizing. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but yeah, no, it was, it was just, and, and yes, if I mean, if, if you're getting done with work that late that is um that does make it more difficult but i'm guessing you don't do that seven days a week right i do it five days a week and then the show okay yeah well it's so a busy boy okay well so but all right so right now um it's approximately four o'clock in the afternoon on a tuesday right and when will you be done doing this um well this Today. remember this portion um i don't know uh, whenever we have the next guest on and then they're still putting everything together. They're still loading it up to the website. There's still all that stuff. Right. So, I mean, r- regardless of all that, what time will you be done doing this today? Maybe two in the morning. Really? If I'm lucky. If you're lucky. Cause I got to Remember I got, I have a two hour drive home. <laughs> okay. That's right. There is that. Well, yeah. um, so here's the, so when you say you're done at two in the morning, that means you're finished at midnight. Um, I'm trying to find a gap where maybe there's something. If you look between where you are now, where you need to go, right? Is there a place to go find a mic to go get up at? Right, and and that's the kind of thing that you have to look okay. for. Okay, it's just you have to look around and go. Here's here's what my life is. Where are the gaps? Where are the places that I can go find the time to go get in there and do it? And that's what you got to do. Okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to do that. And uh, hopefully by the next time I see you, I'll hit up a few open mics. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a real quick break. And then we're going to have more with our guest, Brian Crow, right here on the first hearing experience. We're going to hear a song. Okay. What song are we going to hear? We are going to hear Ricotta. Okay. Okay. Well, so wait a minute. All right. Uh, which uh, I'm a fan of. So let's, let's clarify. So this is actually just like a demo. This is an instrumental, um, and I'm a fan of it because I wrote it. Um, but no ego involved. Um, but as you're listening to it, uh, think of this as a um, it's the soundtrack to a car chase that doesn't exist.
we're back on the tortoise and hare experience. What an experience it has been. It has been. Uh, throughout the day. Oof. Sitting here talking with Brian Crow. Um, and uh, just off the air, uh, I was about to ask you something, but then I was like, wait, I got to stop. I can't ask you this. I have to, <laughs> I have to wait till we gotta come get back. on the air. Got to get on yeah, the air. Because sometimes I just will have these great conversations with people and nothing's rolling. And it, it, it was just and like, damn, we should have had something. Yeah, we, had, how can we missed that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is why, like, part of me, I, I just want someone to just follow me around with a camera and, and, a, and a microphone and stuff. Just, just they to probably capture those. Do that. Actually, I'm looking to actually have, a, like, a, a surgically implanted um, microphone that is, like, looped through my skull and is, like, just sitting God, in no. the base of my, that's just uh, a bad my nostril idea. and a recording pack just that's, like, on my hip. And it's yeah. just there all the time. And all I have to do is just like I blink once for start, blink twice for stop, and and it's all there. Um, not that, that I've ever like seen a the Matrix. Terrible, terrible idea. It's that sounds like a billion dollar idea. Yeah, actually, like Tim Cook and Bill Gates right now are going, uh, dude, somebody call that guy. Yeah. You know they've already patented the uh, this band that you transfer thought. They already patented that. Microsoft patented transfer of thought. Does it run on Windows ninety eight? Yeah, but <laughs> Well, they've patented they? it, but what they've but ultimately, unfortunately, what they, what they found out is that um, all they keep on getting is like dead air, yeah, yeah. and porn. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've got no thought and erections. No That's thought. it. Thought these That's are Americans. <laughs> thoughtless. <Yeah>. They're thoughtless. <laughs> so the the question that I was going to ask, or maybe it was more of a comment, was what is comedy? Because there, there's so many things that I laugh at that's just meant for me, and maybe when I'm on stage and I and I say something that's that I find hilarious to me, nobody laughs, you know. But I'm just like, dude, this is hilarious, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm laughing inside, so to me, I'm like, well, even if even if it didn't work on you, it was still funny to me. And, and I know that's not like the right way to do well, it. Maybe not. actually, I would say that's exactly the right way to do it. Um, it may be a matter of trying to find a way to. Um, tweak it in a way that connects with the audience. And you know what? Sometimes you're going to have thoughts that you think are funny and other people are going to look at you and go, nope, I don't get it. And my personal thought is, okay, fine, then don't get it. I don't care. I still think it's funny. And I'm still going to tell the joke and I'm still going to do it. And if you don't find it funny or if it offends you or any of that, you know what? You, uh, It's my personal belief that you have to write and perform for what feels totally true and authentic to you and let the, it's not about the result if you write worrying about the result just in the same way okay. if you write because you're trying to like writing a song and you're like i'm gonna write a hit mm -hmm. yeah well you can't really do that you can only write for what is honest and true for you and so you do that and i've i mean i've i've got jokes that i mean that i still tell that i mean for, I mean, I always know that somebody's going to go, ew, or no, or, you know, I don't care. I think it's funny. Do you get angry at your audience sometimes for not, you know, uh, getting it? I don't necessarily get angry at them, but if, I don't know, if, if I don't think they're getting it, I might point out that, hey, you're missing this. Yeah, and so it's not right. necessarily out of a place of anger because... Mm -hmm. the, because I'm not mad at them. Mm -hmm. It's just like, there's part of me going, you're missing it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, 
Sure, sometimes. Yeah, I've seen uh, comedians who've gotten up and just, you know, they they think that they're just in this greatest space and nobody is is you know laughing and they just get really. Bill really Hicks. I mean, there's angry. some there's some stuff you can go see performances of of, of Bill Hicks, um, just blowing up at an audience. Mm -hmm. And the, the the amazing thing though is that sometimes out of that has grown some really really funny stuff. Yeah. So that's the other thing is, and I'm not even necessarily that bless you, uh, perfect <laughs> at it. Um, but you just you you have to just sort of let go and just let the shit fly. And typically, I found the best things happen. You just don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Now, uh, what I find interesting is um, your website or your Facebook and your Twitter because you're just um, Brian Crow. You're not. I, I, I would figure that you would like pick the real. You know, like on Twitter and Facebook, everyone's like, "I'm the real Brian Crow." You know, well, I mean, my Twitter is the Brian Crow. The Brian Crow. Yeah, you're not real. You're like, no, I'm not real. Be the no. real Brian Crow. <laughs> no, the real Brian Crow hologram. Um, <laughs> no, and actually, and the only reason I ended up doing the Brian Crow is because Brian Crow was already taken. So it was like, well, I got to find something. Because and, and what I didn't want to do was, you know, Brian Dash Crow or just, just was like, all right, just what's what's simple and easy. Do you, do you think because uh, Trump is now the president or President Trump, we have President Trump, um, that Twitter is, I think Twitter for a while was kind of losing uh, social media momentum. Oh, I mean, definitely. No, in fact, uh, I, don't, I don't know where they might be leaning politically, but Twitter has got to just be going, thank you, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think they're giving him a piece. He's reinvigorated. Uh, the, the the Twitter brand um, really completely, has. you know, yeah. for better, for worse. You know, more people are paying attention to Twitter now than they were six months ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. yesterday yeah. when uh, Flynn, was it yesterday? Yeah, I believe it was yesterday when Flynn stepped down uh -huh. and, uh, you know, it was just everything. You know, there's a, 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 tragedy, a tragedy with um, Orville right now and nobody's talking about that because everybody's talking about Flynn. And, you know, rightfully so that there's, uh, you know, this drama happening in our country. But there's a tragedy where people's lives are extinct, you know. So uh, I, like, I think, God, the, I mean, the, there, on, there's a difference there. And uh, certainly something like um, what's going on with, with Orville is a little bit more important to us because we're in the same state. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit more relevance, whereas something like, you know, uh, Flynn and and his resignation is national and more worldwide. And I understand that, you know, um, somebody in Nebraska is like, all I know about Orville is it sounds like uh, um, the guy that makes my popcorn. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's... <laughs> Arrow uh, Grease. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, the, the, dog. the dog, the, the, the dog get it. Yeah. Dog, <laughs> perfect. It's just like my comedy shows. Nobody laughs at my shows. There's just a dog barking in the background going... <laughs> Yeah, See, I get go. it. Oh, I get it. That's what he's saying. Maybe you should just have animals uh, come on to your show. Right now, in fact, uh, I, 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 people are going to go, uh, where are you performing next? Animal shelter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I'm, a good gig. I've, got a, I've got a bunch of rescue cats that just think I'm hysterical. <laughs> they purr really loud when I'm funny. <laughs> Dude, the crazy thing is, Arrow was quiet this entire time. 
the la- of course the last segment. <laughs> now he's fed up. He's like, I'm tired of. <laughs> you can't shut me down. <laughs> Don't you oppress me, white man, human, <laughs> human biped. <laughs> Let's see, maybe, maybe. I am dog. Hear me bark. Was that it? Did he just want to go out? Okay. Okay. Right now we're on Arrow Watch 2017. It's like Suicide Watch, but for pets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, the, the best thing would probably be um, through the, the Facebook or through the Twitter? Uh, Facebook, uh, either or. Uh, they're okay. perfectly fine. Uh, that's, uh, that's the best place to find me, keep track of uh, the things that I'm up to uh, that are both uh, leg- legitimate and nefarious, because I like to do both. <laughs> You know why? Why? Why limit your options? I say. And um, you, you said something about uh, in March you're doing a uh, comedy show. Uh, actually, uh, let's. I mean, uh, March should be the first week in March. Going to be. Um, yes. Wait. <laughs> um, at the Rabbit Hole out in uh, in Canoga Park, uh, and then uh, actually performing April first. That's right. I'm doing comedy on April Fool's Day. Um, up, uh, up in uh, Oakland, California, at a place okay. called Spice Monkey, which is always a, a, a great, uh, great comedy shows there. Um, uh, comedy Oakland is the group that puts that together, and, and just every week they put up really, really, really good stuff. So doing that again uh, on uh, on April first, and uh, I've solved the uh, the puppy issue. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. really, I gave him something to chew on. She's like, we're like, chew on this. Yeah, something chewing. Yeah, yeah, Xanax. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Why is the dog snoring? <laughs> <laughs> He's just excited to see you, Brian Crow. Yeah, that was only the normal response. <laughs> <laughs> and he's upset that he didn't get any pizza. Yeah, it's fine. There's, dude, there's tons of horrible pizza. <laughs> Not the good pizza. I'm Not eating the good the, pizza. Yeah, I'm eating the good pizza. No, there's good pizza now. Yeah. Um, and take the old pizza. You actually give that to a homeless per- homeless person to be like, "Yeah, fuck you too." Right? <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, I've eaten worse out of a trash can. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell you what, could you just give me the cardboard box? Would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm lactose intolerant, so double whammy. <laughs> They're like, "Is this gluten free?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Not eating this. And it wasn't even gluten free. That's the problem. Yeah. That's crazy. Beyond crazy. Uh, last thing I want to talk to you about, Brian, is, and oh, man, uh, again, I, I don't remember, I don't know if I was listening to this or watching this, but it was, it was a comedian, and he was talking about um, life on the road, and you, you, you're on the road, but you, you're just mainly doing California, or are you doing- Mostly California, but I mean, you know, I'll go where the wind takes me. Right. Um, what, what he was saying is, like, people have this, I guess, this- um, a romantic thought about life on the road because they see a comedian and they think that they go out and you know when they're done they just go to a party but he's yeah. he's like he's like you know for the most part it's a very solace life because they you know they're, they're in a, a, a room you know their hotel room then by themselves and they they're entirely by themselves until they get to the club once they get to the club then they're not by themselves and then once they leave the club automatically 
they're they're by themselves yeah. or with a lot of groupies. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> know about that. I don't know. Comedians have a lot of groupies. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> like I really don't think so. No, I don't know. What do you uh, say? I would say uh, I, I think uh, a friend of mine, a guy by the name of uh, Brian Monarch, mm. um, very funny guy who uh, he's properly titled them chuckle fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, there. Yes, there is a being on the road. I, to me, I, I think there, there, there's both aspects of it. Uh, personally, I love it. I a lot of the stuff that I hear people complain about. Oh, there's the driving. Yes, it can be long. Yes, it can be a little bit. But you know, hey, turn on the radio, sing a song. Um, but to me, it's fun going from place to place and meeting new people and doing that show. And then, yeah, I mean, sometimes. There's a level of solitude, and all right, so if there's nothing to do, um, hey, you know, you're a member of 24-Hour Fitness, go find a place to go get in a workout. Um, every town you go to, they got a movie theater. I'm a movie junkie. I got nothing to do. You know what I'll do? I'll go to the movies, because it's fun. Then you go do your show, and uh, hopefully you meet, you know, nice people, and you have a nice time, and yeah, maybe just uh, afterwards, uh, you go back to uh, wherever you're going and turn on the TV for a little bit and get some sleep and go do it again. Um, beats the shit out of getting up in the morning and going to fun, some fucking cubicle and sitting in front of a computer and st- having to talk into a telephone all day and try to sling some sort of bullshit widget ideal garbage and convince somebody they should give you money for something that you don't actually believe in. <laughs> so, you know, um, if I had to trade between the two, um, I'll take the life of, quote, solitude. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's not a bad life. Brian Crow has been our guest. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, my really pleasure. Thanks for it. having me. Yeah. I said that to my mom once, and she said, yeah, I know, I screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can, and speaking of your mother. You can't be right all the time. <laughs> we, need, we need to speak about Brian Crow's mother for just uh, a minute. Do we? Yes, we really do. <laughs> I this think me and Brian woman, both looked at each other like, do we really? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, this woman is amazing. Amazing. We used to do uh, yoga and workouts together. Remember uh, that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's quite a bit older than we are and would kick our ass every time. Every time. I don't know if I'd go that. Oh, no. She wiped me out. She's so good. She's so good. She's, oh, so she's much, great. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's so much energy and she's so full of life. Um, it's the meth. She's, yeah. Well, you know, Gotta she's got good magic stuff. Man. She's got good stuff. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. You're a very lucky man. Very lucky. I miss my mom. Uh, yesterday was the fourth anniversary because four years ago, yesterday, on the 13th, I was signing Downtown Attraction um, to their record deal instead of going to my mother's funeral. And so that mark just happened, mm. you know, so it's, it's very, oh, and uh, having Jack Cash and everybody here, that's like a, a huge reminder of like, man, I should have been at my mother's funeral. Instead I, of signing I, I, I do, by the way, think that they need to change their name to maybe downtown fun traction. Then they're, they're, they're. <laughs> Then they can be DTF and oh. you know, just be like, yeah, no, we're just down to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Forget everything else. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's that might be a, a good idea. We'll have to run that by Jack. <laughs> a complete rebrand, Jack. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there you I'm go. Telling you, man, it's gonna work, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be very cool. Um, any last plugs, uh, Brian? Before we go, uh, no, I don't need plugs yet. But uh, you know, well, as the bald, I, as, the, as the balding uh, continues, who knows? It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a different kind of plug. <laughs> Um, no, you know, every, um, actually, yes. Um, uh, you talk about doing film productions and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, aside from uh, doing the, the music and the comedy, also uh, I am working in film production. <coughs> That's, thank That's you. That's right. And uh, so uh, anybody out there in need of film production, uh, check out Excite. That's the letter X, S-I-T-E studios.com. And uh, <coughs> see the fun, high quality things that uh, we have to offer in terms of uh, crew, equipment, rental, and uh, general frivolity and, and silliness. Wait, wait, say that one more time. If I want any sort of like equipment to <coughs> shoot, uh, like a film or something, you guys yeah. have that? Oh, yeah. What about sandbags? You guys op do you have sandbags there? Oh, we have we have uh, so many sandbags that it hurt it hurts my back. <laughs> yeah, can I yeah. tell you something? Um, I, I own two sandbags, but I'm I'm looking for a third. Um, and and nobody understands the power of the sandbag. Like it, it really helps out your equipment from falling over. Oh yeah, and, and it, those are like such this this crucial piece of uh, gear that everybody just kind of forgets about. We've got boxes of sandbags that are so heavy, it takes two of us to lift them, <laughs> to put them onto a, a, a trolley to move them. Cool. No cool. joke. It's sand. Yeah. It's in the sand. Bag. It's heavy. And we're and we're and uh, website for this, please? Uh, ExciteStudios.com. Very cool. Is that here in uh, LA somewhere? Uh, out in Woodland Hills. Okay. Very cool. Uh, actually, I just might uh, take you up on that and uh, go there. Um, soon um, Max that's me I know you wanted to take a moment uh, to talk about your friend uh, Richard Hatch yes I you know what I didn't know the guy I, I you know but I did watch Battlestar Galactica I did watch both Battlestar Galacticas I watched Battlestar Galactica when it was out in like the 80s and then I saw the new Battlestar Galactica so I was familiar with Richard Hatch. I, of course, I didn't know the guy or anything like that. But of course, uh, me being a, a fan, uh, super saddened by uh, his passing. Yeah. And uh, Max, I know you wanted to say some few words. So uh, I wanted yeah, to say um, real, real quick. I think I told you this. Um, Richard was a client of my dad's. My dad, uh, as you know, um, right. uh, does rolfing. Yes. And so way back in the Galactica days, um, he was actually a client. Uh, met him a couple <laughs> of times. And yeah, I saw that it was like wait what right yeah. exactly that's uh that's how it was for all of us um you know uh a as actors you know we often meet you know, other actors and we do these shows together and you know you kind of go your own way um you know it's hi how you doing you do a production then it's off but with richard he is such a true artist and he was so dedicated to the craft that he was teaching and he always wanted to talk about it and he would call me um, in the middle of the night just to talk about you know audition techniques and you know different different things in life and he was just uh, incredibly filled with with life and spirit and he's going to be terribly terribly missed um, you know cancer is an awful thing and it uh, sneaks up on you and uh, for all of us you know 
in the industry uh, and all of us as fans of Battlestar Galactica and all of his great films throughout the years. We're, we're going to definitely miss him. Um, along with that, uh, we at Astro, which is a film that I'm in production with right now, uh, as most of you know, I was out in New Mexico shooting that. One of our stuntmen, um, Tommy True, uh, passed away yesterday of a heart attack. Uh, leaving behind a new wife and two very small children. And that is so mind-boggling to all of us because, you know, stuntmen are usually in, in top, top physical form. And, you know, he was um, a veteran as well, um, you know, power trooper kind of guy who was, you know, just kicking ass and taking names. And to lose him like that, and we actually lost two people off of uh, Astro. We had a uh, honey wagon driver who uh, committed suicide um, tragically. You know, I, we're not sure why he made this decision, but he was a very, very young, you know, 22 years old, I believe. Holy cow. And um, so two tragedies on the Astro uh, crew. And... Um, so, it, you know, got to tell people that you love them. You know, tell them now. It's uh, the Valentine season, so do that. Don't, don't forget. Don't, you know, just assume that people are going to be there tomorrow because they might not be. Very well said. Um, lastly, I want to leave on a high note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. C sharp. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, don't forget, uh, we are going to be um we're a weekly show and uh you can always email us uh tortoise and hair experience at gmail.com and if you go to enter the shell.com you're going to see a little email uh, a banner go ahead and click on that and that'll um take you uh to our email and then you can email us about anything that we talked on the show or if you want to talk about Richard or just yeah. anything in general. If you general. disagree with anything we say or you agree or you have, you know, points of interest you don't want disagree. us to talk about. Yeah, it's don't disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if there's things that you want to want us to address on our next show, then, you know, please feel free to contact us and we might talk about it and yeah. bring your name up as well. Exactly. Uh, what we might do, um, our Pearl Thompson interview is up on... Oh. On the uh, the YouTube, entertheshell.com slash YouTube. And it's been receiving so many comments. Um, Uh-oh. Are they good ones? No, it's all bad comments. Really? Yeah. Why? There's like 10 bad comments. But you know what? What, they, what did they say? They, they are not happy with our interview with Pearl Thompson. Really? Yeah. They're saying that we had a... What did you do? Yeah. What have you done? What did we they're, do? They're like, they're like, you had a living legend and you... He's like, and we... We talked about his art. Yeah. We, we didn't... You didn't... We didn't learn anything about this guy. And I'm just like, wow. Really? So... Um, the man came on our show for the very first time in public dressed in drag. Well, he was just dressed normally. This is that no, 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 no. But, but that's that was a, his first time in a press situation dressed that way. So, yeah. Uh, so we got we have a lot of uh, uh, mean comments about it. But here's the thing: um, I don't mind that because more people are watching it. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, 
you know, the views are skyrocketing now because nobody can believe that that he was there and that he went through that experience. So, um, hey, you know what? We're going to get him back on again. And yeah, that- and, and Pearl, I've seen many times after that, and, and he's always like, Max, how are you? you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're going to get him back on j- just to, you know, for those, uh, I guess those haters out there, we're going we're gonna to get him back on, and they're going to be even more mad. What? He's and back you know, on again. <laughs> you, you know, you can't please everybody. You can't please everybody. And, you know, if, if you think you can do better, have him on your show. Yeah. yeah get there him you on. go. You know, whatever. Yeah. But we're going to definitely work on getting him on uh, again. And um, it's going to be even worse of an interview. We're not even going to have him talk. No, I think <laughs> we should get like a, a kiddie pool. Yeah. And, you know, we should like shoot ducks. That'd Plastic ones. Now, here's the whole no, thing: is yeah. is have him on, but he doesn't speak directly into the mic. He goes through a translator, and they speak <laughs> Yiddish. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. love that. But you know what? The point of of the tortoise and the hare experience is to talk about experiences. It isn't necessarily, a, you know, about um, the technical part of what they do for a living. You know, what our guest does for a living. It's more about you know, getting to know them on a, a personal level and things that they're into. And I think that, you know, we get rave reviews in that field. Yes, yes. The, the, these people just didn't understand us, which is fine. Yeah. Which okay. is also why so many of the shows start off with, the, well, is this one time I had a rash. Right? Anyway. <laughs> um, if you want to come and meet me and, uh, you know, say hello or... Say hello to Arrow. <laughs> say, no, I'm not bringing Arrow anywhere I go. I assure you. Um, Even in the trunk? Yeah, no, really, the no. trunk. <laughs> the trunk could be, no, the trunk. Maybe. He's crazy. Um, <laughs> trunk. Saturday, March 25th, I will be at the Alley uh, Pop Art Riot, and that is an art and music tribute to the pop art movement. Uh, live performances by Go Betty Go. Go Betty Go. Gina and the Eastern Block. Mm. And uh, the band 222. And um, so come out. Actually, the, the, the band is just called Two, but apparently the singer has a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so come out, meet me. And um, for more information, uh, go to entertheshell.com. You'll see the banner. Click on that. And uh, there you can get tickets. So make sure to go do that. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> thank you to Headgear and here talk technologies zemitis guitars and dave hager um to uh all of um my friends over in the pennsylvania area wally dewall um and colt wilbur band please go and check out this band they're flipping amazing um my other bands you know who are out on the road and always killing it where traders fall Ivy Subler has a, a new um, sound coming out that you're going to love. Jack and Seven. Um, Sean Barry is just all over the world. He's going to come back on the show real soon and talk about the things that he's been doing. Shannon Rose um, and uh, um, Mystery School and Absence Project. Yeah, so um, amazing Stuff that's and I just with I just want to thank the academy and everybody out there that the voted dog's for playing. me. Sorry, the dog's <laughs> playing. You gotta. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> gotta but shorten that shit up, man. I hate you to think my Arrow. my agent at at, at at Geico and Progressive, <laughs> uh, my mother and father for at least fucking once, <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Brian, for coming on the show. And, my pleasure. Uh, Thanks for having me. Being man. a part of the experience, yeah. we look forward to uh, again having you on again. And um, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Cool thing. Uh, what song are we gonna leave with? I know Max has the uh, "No Bed of Roses," which is perfect for the month of February as uh, we transition um, into the, the the month of love uh, and go out. Uh, thank you again. It's, per- it's actually, it's, you know what? It's perfect. It's it's, o- it's almost uh, the anti Valentine's Day song. Oh, okay, anti Valentine's. Uh, you do a lot of anti things. <laughs> What are you trying to say? We're negative? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Thank you so much. No bed of roses. Until next time, you go out, have some experiences. We'll go out and have a few of our own. We'll meet back here and share those experiences.
Enter the shell.com. Thanks for distracting.